Hello and welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. What I thought we'd do is jump straight back in with part two of the podcast with Paul Knight. But first, I want to tell you about our guest on Tuesday. It is the producer of God's Own Country, Jack Tarling. Myself and Christian James sat down and chatted with him about the making of the BAFTA-nominated God's Own Country. Look out for that on Tuesday. For now, jump back in. This is part two. If you haven't listened to part one yet, go back, listen to that, then come back here. This is part two of our in-depth chat with Paul Knight about his epic movie-making experience when he made A Landscape of Lies and all the problems that happened with a 19.6 million tax scam. But first, we're going to find out who was knocking on his door. Enjoy. And so, of course, then they turn around and go, right, we're going to do a cast and crew screening in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all, everyone came down, watched it, everything else. And this is 2012? No, this is December 2011. So it's all, oh, it's all the same before. year. Yep, okay. And, of course, it was just after the screening. I think that was the 22nd of December. And then on the 23rd, there was a knock at my door. And not too many people know where I live. So for someone to come knocking on my door, mm. I normally answer the door a certain way. <laughs> uh, very, very aggressive. Um, I open it up and there's these two lamps on the door. And I'm like, all right. right. You thought something yeah, was happening. Good, it's yeah. a good job. For you. you look like a guy who can handle yourself. But, you know, what, if, it were, the block, if it were me, yeah, I'd be like, hello. hello. Yeah, we'll be getting out. Wrong Take door, my child. Wrong door. Yeah. He lives across but, yeah, so... So two big, yeah. So two, two big guys. lamps down the door. I open yeah. the door and I'm like, yeah. And it's like, oh, Ooh. we are. And out come the warrant cards, and it's the HMRC. And I'm like, okay. So you're not old Bill, and you're not someone coming for something. Yeah. What, what can I do for you? Oh, we've been trying to get hold of you, Mister Knight. And they told, they said, can we come in? I went, no, you ain't coming in my house. But there's a pub down the road. We'll go down there. You tell me yeah. anything you need to tell me. <laughs> well, don't let them in your house. Yeah, 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 see. see what you've yeah. got. Yeah. So, so we went. We went for this little drink, and and they we gowed me with all what these producers had been up to. Obviously, before Landscape of Lives, what they'd done on that film. Yeah. Um, and they'd been putting on all these false. Uh, VAT receipts, the film rebate that you can claim back. So they must have been up to this for some 18, time. 18 months. So they were on it from wow. 2009 yeah. all through 2010 that they were saying they had a £19.6 million budget. Wow. And they and all they did set up was a bunch of companies and each company invoiced the other one. Yeah. So I, I, I think I read an interview with you somewhere. I think... There was talk they weren't even going to make the film at all. One no, point. no. Yeah. Well, obviously they'd gone out. So say they approached Liam Neeson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they approached his agent was he was interested. So yeah, yeah that that's, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? that's a classic can speak, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then obviously, but before his agent to read it, there was a fee for. So this is how they was making up how they yeah. spent millions. Was that there was a hundred k fee for the agent to read the script, and then there was. They had to have a meeting, and then they, mm. and then they had Michael Caine in the prospectus, and well, they spelled his name wrong. There wasn't a <laughs> really? hundred uh, k for the, but so well, how are they receiving? I mean, because obviously, if, if HMRC wanted to say, well, okay, where's the fee? Where's the invoice from the agent? Well, well obviously, this is the embarrassment for the HMRC, obviously, because they'd gone round and it was the same hundred k. So they get an invoice hundred k, they would pay it. That's in that bank. The next one invoices them. Oh, mm. there's the hundred k, and they just washed it around in a circle. Right. Okay. Um, 
But because all the invoices were paid and the money was going in and out of banks, from the bank's point of view, they're dumping 100k in their account every other day. So from the banks, it's like, oh, these are players. Yeah, yeah not taking yeah, into yeah. account it's the same 100k. <laughs> um, so, so that was getting rinsed around. And every time they was doing false VAT receipts, so claiming back the 20%, and then obviously putting in the interim on the film tax credit for 25%. Mm-hmm. Which is now 20, but yeah, it yeah, was yeah, 25. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was the whole reason why the budget was 19.6 million because back then, if it was 20 million and more, it went down to 20, and if yes. it was under, it was 25, so it was 19.6 yeah. million. And that's how, and that's how they did it, you know. So, so they were doing this just to make money, so it's a full scam, yeah. From I mean, the I mean, it was a full out conspiracy. They filmed, and this is what makes me laugh because they, I was always getting told your film doesn't exist, it's seven minutes shot in someone's kitchen, mm. which is obviously what they had done on. Landscape of lives, yeah, and it, and it's, that's what I mean. No one took the time out to actually come see anything. Obviously, they were doing all this without having. What made them think, shit, we need someone to make this movie? What was this? Ah, of- right. So they've got in one point two million in total. It was eight hundred k VAT and four hundred odd k through the film tax rebate. Yeah. Now, if you're a crook and you've come into money and you've got a gang of crooks, the plan is. You split the swag. Mm. Right. But the main guy went, we'll put that offshore. No one can touch it. So he put it offshore. The problem with that is some people's noses get out of joint <laughs> because now it's all sitting in one bank account. Yeah. Mm. And as a result, one person went, sod you, phoned up Crime Stoppers and reported them. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, whether or not this person was involved, I can't say. I'm yeah. not going to say. Mm. I just find it very convenient that it was only after the money went offshore suddenly everyone realised there was a crime. Yeah. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's how the HMRC got involved. Now, of course, they'd started investigating, <clears throat> started going through, because they'd already forked out. It's like, oh, we obviously didn't check our stuff. <clears throat> they had big firms like Deloitte's involved. Um, and obviously, when they was going through it, one of the actors... <laughs> that they had written off a charge for was Richard Burton, which was nice, but Richard Burton had been dead for like 10 years. (laughs) But apparently he was alive to have lunch with to give, to read the script. Which was 100K. Which was 100K, 100K lunch, yeah. Um, And that's how it came about. So when I first met them, obviously they were just been arrested. Right. So when they went, was that that, that explained that quiet? So when they months. went quiet for three for months, two three months, months yeah. it was because they'd been arrested, got on bail, and obviously joined together and decided if we make the film, we can pass it off as the film. Right. And then it's you know oh we've Hence got our numbers this- wrong. Yeah, so Shit, just make it. How about you come okay. back tomorrow and make it next week? Next yes. week, yeah, and, yeah. and we'll pretend and that, that this film was yeah. made for 19.6 million. million. Which, I, as I said, after, after it all came to life, yeah, sure. I said, if you'd have told me the film was meant to have looked like 20 million, I would have said to you, give me the million you've already had. Yeah. Mm, I'll make it a million. A million's going to look like cool. 10 or so on the screen. And it yeah. will, might get away with uh, it. Yeah, and you could actually get an A lister if you had would a million. Would they have got That's away true. with it? I don't know, this is all. So, you know, they've got a way of it. Had they made something that maybe they look more well, respectable? They, was um, from the first lot of money they got, had they shared that out, who knows if they would have been reported. Yeah. The problem was they'd just put in another 2.8 claim mm. against more VAT and from yeah. rebate. So they, they thought, oh, it works. Let's do it again. Right. Um, and that's obviously on top of the someone whistleblowing. That's yeah. That's how we start. 
yeah, had they turned around and said, this is it, I would I would have said, yeah, give me the million. For a million, I can get a couple of names in it. We can go for a bigger... Because, I mean, we shot on five Canon 5Ds, you know what I mean? Sure, but yeah. we could have went on a red. We could have went on something special and gone on. I, I could have done something nicer. that would have justified, not perhaps not 20 million, but certainly a, a big chunk of it. Mm. Um, but they didn't. It was greed. It was greed on their behalf. Um, yeah, and it backfired. So, obviously, because I'm walking around town going... I made a film I for 84 film. grand. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Who's in it? Who's in it? Who ain't in it? Yeah. Well, Joe's ain't in it. I, but who ain't in it? Um, I was in it for a week. I, think I was in it for a... I, I remember getting a call and then saying, great, you'd seen my stuff. I went, yeah. yeah, great, you... You cast. I was like, well, your it? your picture was on my cast wall, so it's like, it? oh, that, that role's done. Well, his picture's on a you know my wall. But <laughs> yeah, that doesn't well, mean that's, anything. That's you know, different. Yeah. That's different. And then I think Mark Bannerman Mark was finished coming, Eastenders, yeah. so suddenly he got his bigger name. I was, I was I'm fine with it now. Yeah. Gosh, you don't seem fine. No, I know. Well, hearing the stories, I was I was like, okay, kind of dodged the bullet. Well, that's how all the cast and crew were. So so yeah, so they were greedy, and had they not been greedy, yes, I believe. They would have got away with it. They right. wouldn't have made the film because they wouldn't have needed to. Mm-hmm. But come the court case, because I mean, obviously there was a, then a two-year investigation. I mean, it went on and oh, on. Yeah. and you're dragged into and this. And I'm dragged into it because yeah. because of my previous. It's like, well, you must have been involved. And actually, weren't at all. And I weren't. You, know <laughs> I mean? you don't mind getting busted for stuff that you're guilty for, yeah. but yeah. when you're innocent, it's, it's Does it right. you, like because yeah. you ex-doorman with a dodgy, uh, yeah, dodgy mean, past. You know, you've got to be a pine. Meet me and the police know each other on first names basis so mm, it's sure but they just went you're part of it and i'm yeah. like mate i'm trying to turn over a new leaf yeah, i've got I'm, kids i've got this yeah, i'm in my 40s you know, blood sweat and tears yeah. directing this thing yeah. it's a nightmare it's and hard it, work and it was like so that went on for two years so all mm. that time again you know what the industry's like because most of the paper look like doorman now turn film director you know it must sort of look a bit like you know yeah, writer I mean, director there must be you know I suppose suspicious because everything yeah. surrounding it, you can kind of understand they've, you know, two and two is easily made four. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I and I got that, and obviously, especially when HMRC and saying, "Well, we need you to make a statement," and I went, "Mate, ain't going to happen." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I ain't grassing no one. I don't yeah. care. Um, <laughs> so I was very. So then they started hounding my wife, who had nothing to do with anything, wow. and to get her to get me to do it. And that just ticked me off even more. How are they doing that? What well, now they turn, they're calling her. Oh, wow. And they're knocking on the door when I'm not in and talking to my wife. And my wife's a, one of the most honest people going. So, of course, she's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the way we do things, love, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, <laughs> the strain starts at that point. <laughs> um, but eventually, and, I, and I'll be honest, and I said it on the documentary that was made. Yeah, Channel 4. They were trying to reach out to me, and I said, look, they want me to give all this statement. Pay me my money I'm owed. Mm-hmm. My hard drive gets wiped. That's as simple as, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just pay me what I'm owed. My hard drive, there'll be no trace of nothing. Yeah. And he turned around and went, you've got nothing. So what am I paying for? So I oh, said, wow. remember, I gave you this chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not realizing I'm a hoarder. I had every single email, bit of correspondence ever went on between Brilliant. us. So good. Text messages, everything. Receipts. So I went, yeah. So I went, mm-hmm. okay, not a problem. Then I phoned up the HMRC. I went, I'll make that statement now then. <laughs> nice. And that, and that was yeah. that. And obviously the evidence I've handed over, because there was boxes, come the court case, there was boxes and boxes of it. And it was my little folder that killed him. Yeah. Because nice. they could have got away with everything, the stories they were saying, mm-hmm. it, 
oh, you know, they were being duped. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, People took that. advantage of them. And then it was like, here's all the correspondence that says they knew exactly what they were doing, mm. what they was out to do, what they was doing it for, and how much the film was. Yeah. And it was like, there you go. And when, when obviously, I stood up and they had all... It was funny because the jury, they were there and they had all the accountants go up, the HMRC speaking. So mm-hmm. by the time the day I came along, it was all glassy eyed. <laughs> yeah, they're over it. And they're like, this is not over yet. <laughs> um, so, breath of fresh air. So up, I'm getting, I'm going, all right, people, what's happening? What's happening? And the judge is going, oh, can you calm down, Mr. Knight? I said, yeah, whatever, whatever. Come on. <laughs> um, but, now, but now the jury's, they're oh, yeah, oh, someone, someone interesting. Yeah, yeah, someone we actually on our level. Mm-hmm. So there's f- no, there was five of them convicted, four of them, because the first one, she just pleaded guilty. Boom. First thing, guilty. Boom. Yeah. Oh, so she's because, set a precedent as yeah. well. Sure. So because, because, if you do that, you must be sort of saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking guilty. I've yeah. done all that. Yeah, so so then, what the other four turned around and went, well, it was all her. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then they were all innocent. She was the duper. So I admire her for taking it on the chin like that. Mm. You know, if you do the crime, you've got to do the time. But the other four, no. And they all had three barristers each. So when it came to questioning me, <laughs> it's like 12 lawyers all waiting to take their turn to the Cockney boy that's standing up in the dock. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, I have a 157 IQ. I've got a master's degree. And just because I used to punch people in the face for a living doesn't mean I don't know how to articulate. <laughs> so as they were saying the things, I was answering them and adding a little bit more to which they tried to cut you off. But mm. of course, every time it's now You've in... you said it. You've said yeah, it, yes. Yeah. The prosecutor's like, oh, cross-examine. Mr. Knight, you just said so every single time, and they all got up in turn, three each, boom, 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 boom. And by the last one, he just looked at me. I went, take your shot. <laughs> and he went, is it not possible that they had good intentions, they was going to make the films? I said, yes, it is possible. Until you look on IMDb, because their next 7K film is listed as £2 million budget. So if they were honest and already made the mistake, why would you say your £17,000 yeah. film is £2 million? Because they were out to tell the world and get more money back. <sighs> and the barrister <laughs> just sat down and he just went, mm. the judge is looking at me and I'm going, what, you know, what, yeah, what can I, I know say? Stuff. So he's like, okay. So this is the evidence. These are all the emails because he never wanted to do anything through email. It was always face-to-face. Mm. But, of course, you're on set. You don't get home till one in the morning. Yeah. You're not phoning no one up. So you, you, yeah. you, oh, mate, I'm catching you up on the day. Ping it. But, of course, because I'm pinging it by email, he's got a reply. Mm. Yeah. And this is where he thought he was being clever. But, of course, there becomes a paper trail. Mm-hmm. So although there's a conversation, then I would ask a question. He would not, you know what I mean? So there was all things and the contracts that he wanted me to sign blew his own. They were saying, oh no, they're, they're the same. No, they're two different films now. So it wasn't the same film. It was two different films. Mm-hmm. I said, but the contract here has both the names of the f- lives and that lies was, in it. Yeah. So it must be the same film. Anyway, they, they got mullered and obviously they all went down. So. Yeah. Just to yeah. recap, it was, it was quite, what sort of time were they doing? For well, um, did six years. Uh, right. Yeah. He, he, Got, I mean, the combined time was like 17 and a half years between the five of them. Wow. Um, the the three lesser guys, shall we say. Well, the lady that the, uh, hands up, yeah, yeah, I'm guilty. What does she get? She, well, she got the same as him. Yeah. So it was the full maximum. So because it was the first time they've ever, this had been successfully prosecuted. So it's set yeah. legal history. Mm-hmm. And they got six, 
years, eight months each, but to only do half. Yeah. You know what the legal system was. Yeah. Yeah. However, on her behalf, because she took it on the chin, and I honestly believed she did want to make a film, I wrote a letter of leniency to the judge and just went, don't let her off, but... And as a result, she had a year and a half extra knocked off her sentence. Wow. Which was an even... Because I was sitting there on the day <laughs> when he was getting it, and the judge was going, you know, um, she's had all of these letters from a local priest and everything, she, and the judge was like, means nothing. However, Paul Knight's written a letter, and that's all that matters. And, and so, obviously, the fact that he got the most... Mm. Um, but they're all out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and they go on and they never, HMRC never reclaimed the money. Yeah. So. And HMRC then changed their laws because of this. They yeah, clamped yeah. down well, on filmmakers that, massively. That's when it's like, oh, you know, we, oh, this would never happen. And then all of a sudden the media came out with like one story after the other. It's with big, Bigger scams mm. than what they were up to. But there was one not too long after that where you had the producers effectively promote I think it was like the the production manager or line producer you know they'd done a few films mm. I, I won't name names mm. or uh, name the film but I, I remember it was kind of there's another big sort of documentary on it on the, on channel 4 or 5 again mm. but they're basically saying you were the line producer they bumped them up a bit oh you're now the producer and you know here's all the here's all the business info you need here's all yeah. the accounts but they're basically what they didn't know they were running a, a you know money laundering service yeah. and they went down so not just amazing I've got promoted to produ- producer man this is amazing <laughs> and they went down yeah oh. so it'd be effective yeah it'd be basically they just were handed the keys to the kingdom as they thought it like oh my god I've got the most amazing promotion ever but ultimately they were they were they were they were sort of everything went through them so they must have learned from that case yeah. and then or your case and then you know well, well like I say because ours was the first we are now in the legal history book so anyone who trains to be a lawyer they've got to study our case and obviously the accountancy because it puts such mm. thing, anyone trains to be a ACCA or whatever the accountancy they have to study our case so out of that thing my name will always be in the history books just for the wrong thing. Um, so you've been kicked in the nuts now so many times. To me, it's such a surprise and it's an inspiration why you've carried on and gone, do you know what? I'm going to make this film. I'm going to put it out there as a Paul Knight film and go, fuck you to everyone else. And I think that's commendable and incredibly brave. Well, that that, that was more inspired because, like I say, it done the film festival. We won an award. Mm, you've won and, a few awards, yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, I'm talking about first, oh, back first then, time. Right. Yeah, uh, and it won an award. And it was like, and of course, that was the, on the first edit. We didn't go back and do the second. That was so as is. It won an award out in Las Vegas. So that's the edit that did the festivals. Is the one that you took to the house that night and yeah. said, this needs work. But, they, yeah. It went straight out. They whacked it on one of those services that yeah. you can yeah. apply all the festivals with. Um, and yeah, so in Las Vegas, not even a British film mm. festival, it was an American one. We got an award for that. And then all the news broke. So our film and the award was good enough in 2012. But of course, January 2013, when the court case started and all the papers ran with it, and it was at the same time that politician's wife got done for speeding, and he would, or he got done oh, to the wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was all at the same court, ticket, so yeah. the press were always there every day. So it was a big, it made news. And of course, right after that, suddenly Las Vegas went, well, we're taking that award back. Mm. And my argument was, no, hang on, you're a film 
festival, not a producer festival. Mm-hmm. Our film was good enough to win. Yeah. Like why, would, why would you take it away from the filmmakers? You're penalising the actors and the yeah. editors. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's the whole team thing. Why would you take it away mm. just because of the producers? But what annoyed me more was why because of the producers who did a crime on a different film. Yeah, yeah. different name. Not film. even our film, but that's not how they did. No. So it was from that point I always felt the, the team got cheated and that's why I always thought, oh yeah, this is what I do. However, HMRC then was seizing assets. The film was seen as an asset while they were trying to get back their money. And I then had to proceed through another two years of court proceedings to prove ownership fell to me in lieu of payment because mm. I never got paid mm. and it was until um november 2015 that the hmrc went yeah done we see it as your film it does not belong to them it's all yours they've got no involvement and if they come knocking just let us know because obviously they we owe us money again. yeah mm. um and that was that but of course the funny thing in in that two years where he was sitting in his cell he then took out a private suit against me for a million pound for loss of earnings. What? Saying I embezzled the budget oh. and all the rest of it. So, of course, this, and he got a big, you know, these barristers wanted another crack at me now. But, of course, it went to that and the judge went, mate, that's not going to court. So every time right. a letter came, it was from the next level down lawyer from another company. And eventually it was like, some one of his yeah, own the little high street guy. <laughs> what, and it would was just been, a, what would he have been hoping to gain? Because from... he was appealing that he's innocent. Yeah. So the plan was discourage me as the main key witness. Um, and he said, you know, this guy's got a criminal record. And not... But as you can see, I'm not shy about talking about my past. Mm. So I just went, well, you knew because you said, how do I write crime films so easily? And it's like, hmm. Yeah. This is how. This is why. You know what I mean? Mm. So I said, so don't try that one. You knew my background. You know, I'm not a criminal. I was, I've done some stuff. I got caught. I didn't get caught. There was, and now yep. I moved on. Mm-hmm. So to discourage me, so when it went up for the appeal, yep. I'm, my char- I'm my character witness. Seemingly, he's, I mean, he's going to be doing, you know, like maybe three years max and the money's still buried yeah. offshore anyway. So just shut up and get on with it. And Again, yeah. so that that's what well, everyone else did. It was only him. Mm. But like I say, but again, it was like, oh, Christ, another court case. You know, you still got to go through that worry. I still then had to go get a lawyer yeah. to go fight a case. I was just fortunate enough that the lawyer went, mate, this ain't going nowhere. And they, yeah. they were right. Mm-hmm. But private investigator was hired. Uh, private investigator <laughs> went over to a couple of casts. I won't say who mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know. Sure. But try and think. Oh. And it's like, well, I, you know, I got paid exactly what I asked to get paid. What, yeah, what, I've got problem, nothing, you know what I mean? not, nothing to hide. Um, so that went on. So, and that's, yeah. So by the time HMRC went, yes, yeah, he's already done like two years, year and a half or whatnot. Yeah. And um, that was it. So come so now Christmas. The yours. So now the film's mine. It's Christmas. And I'm like, you know what? But it's been a drain. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, I, I mean, the doors that have slammed. I was going to say, surely yeah. from that, no one would. Look what I said, I mean, 2011, it was meant to be finally the career's kickstarting mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And then obviously. 2012, not too bad, but of course, in the circle, not because it was, although it wasn't in the press, industry wise, word was getting yeah, around. Yeah. And apparently, he was going around all the contacts saying it was me. Mm. So the guy who said, I never said I had a kind of background that I have, suddenly remembers I had a background that I have and went, he's, it's him, it's him. So it was literally, yeah. if there's the term blackball, yeah. I was it. Um, and other filmmakers that went, oh, we've got, we want Paul Knight to direct. They went, 
Oh. No, stay away. Um, yeah. And then it was funny because despite all that, because of the award, because it was an American award, I got quite a bit of thing. So I had three jobs lined up. And I remember the news broke in the Daily Mail on the Wednesday. I think it was like the 13th of Jan. The news broke. Mm. And all in that same afternoon, all three jobs. Yeah, we've got to go with someone else. Mm. Got to go with someone else. And it was like, so since then, it's it's been a nightmare. But the funny thing is, when people get to talk to me, mm. you know, I, I understand, I've learned, you know, I... I talked to him and they go, oh, you're a great guy. And I was like, well, shall we do some work together? And I went, no. <laughs> um, you know, but if you're willing to work on this and not put your name to it, we'll do that. So, I, you know, so there are films out there. I won't right. say what's because I don't want to get people into trouble that um, I've written the script for. I've helped out on production. I've done, but you will not see the credit because they don't want that association, which I... It's, it's kind of good that you understand that and yeah. sort of go, all right, that's that's quite So you got amazing. the film back, and this is the inspiring part of the story, is the fact that the, fil- the film's now yours, and you're releasing it imminently. Yeah. Any day now. Any, any day now. So, of course, when it came back to me, uh, it was the start of 2016. Now, I always knew there was a different edit to be had out the film. Mm. Yeah, because you still haven't done that. Yeah, yeah. because obviously it's the second thing. But, of course, I've got no money. Mm. You know, it's not like... Back in 2009, it was like, mate, want to make a film? There's mm. my money, let's make it. Now it's like, oh, times are hard. Uh, mm. Totally, and de- depleted as well. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. you know, no no one's hiring you, no, no one, and I'm not getting no kudos. So from a career point of view, it's not as though I'm staying mm. relevant. It's just everyone knew me behind the scenes. Daughter's getting older, draining for money. Yeah, that's and, that, and, that's, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a case of, I need to read it. Now, of course, now comes the funny bit, because no one... I've got no time for editors. If there's any good editors out there, I apologise in advance. But every experience I've had with an editor has been a nightmare. Because my editor on the dare, Oliver Parker, is amazing. That's what I mean. So I'm sure so there's many, right, many yeah. out there. Yeah. But my unfortunate thing is they've been terrible. So I thought... Right. I've got now says, now my editor, Will Long, is also amazing. So if, yeah, I, if, I do, if I go silent, people are like, so you need to contact either one of our two editors. Yeah, I'll, next keep, time I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, now, see, this is where the story gets interesting. Mm. Well, it's been pretty interesting so far. Now it gets really interesting, especially for you filmmakers out there. Um, so, start of 2016, editors, I'm reaching out to friends that are editors and they're going, yeah, 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 but all I'm getting is the same story I did with the Phantom Menace editor back in 2009. Don't want to know. Mm-hmm. I need to get this film done. I know there's a good film in here, and I, I think the whole team deserves. There's so much negativity. I mean, a lot of half the cast don't talk to me. A lot of the crew don't talk to me. Mm. Don't know why, because I paid them. We made a film for all the press that's out there that there was no film and everyone was conned into it. How was you conned? You was paid. Mm. You set your fee. You was paid the fee. At the end of every day, I might add. Yeah, and but, even you going to the bank and yeah, getting it out. And obviously, but there's some that have remained. We know what it is. And there's some that will say it publicly, like Danny Young, give him a shout. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's those who have been very supportive, like Mark Bannerman, Danny Midwinter. Mm-hmm. So there's some that have stayed the course and others that just went, right. Sure. But I thought, after having the, the award rescinded, I was ticked. Yeah. Not that it, the award was mine. It was the film's award. And it was like, needs redemption. So I went, right, I got out. So I then had to go out and re-edit this film. So <laughs> thankfully, and I, you can say software names on me, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah no that's what you want. All right, so Adobe's 
Premiere Pro comes with a 30 day free trial. It does, yeah. <laughs> so, got 30 days. So I got 30 days, right? So I load up the program. I watch every YouTube video going. Yeah. I start learning to edit. Amazing. Right? Amazing. So then it was like, all right, so I've understood the assemble part and, and I'm getting this. The, the film is like two and a half hours long on my, on my timeline. But it was like, okay. So then my 30 days are up. So I said, okay, what can I learn now? Because you can't redo the 30 days. I learn sound now. Put on the 30-day free trial of Sound Booth. I'll start learning how to do the sound now. 30 days are up. Got to grade it. Put on speak. 30 days of that. <laughs> this is incredible. Now, of course, while I'm learning all this, Adobe upgrade their software like they do. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I get another 30 days of the latest <laughs> one. And it's like... Move that onto the timeline. I know what I'm doing there. <laughs> Two and a half hours goes down to 90 minutes. It's all coloured. It's all sound. Um, because of the documentary that was done by Ben Lewis, mm-hmm. there was a composer who does the score for Halloween and a lot of horror films. He contacted me and went, man, just saw your story on BBC and da 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 da. What are you doing with the film? So I was telling him what I was doing. He went, I'll compose it for you. Who's wow. who's that? That's Lance Warlock. Oh, no, um, what a, give what a guy. Yeah. yeah. So obviously all the way out in the States, he said, I'll, I'll do the score for you. And I said, oh, mate. And he went, no. He goes, as you edit it, send it, I'll score it. And, that, and that's what he did. So all that. And obviously I'm like, oh, that's not picture locked. And he went, do what you need to do. Send it back. I'll alter it. Wow. So he, he's done the score, and mm-hmm. obviously there's another American band called Hyperdose. Got to give them a shout. Mm. They um, said, take some of our music. They're, they're more rocky. Yeah. So we've worked in a couple of their tracks, and uh, my guy LJ Howard and Mark Power and JP Softly and Paul Tucker, they all supplied all the dance music for me free of charge as well. Oh, so, see, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah, People so, just mucking in there. And that's what it is, but it took me over a year, a year and a bit to get this film done it's and then incredible it's like, to learn all that stuff well, that's what about. i mean it's brilliant so now Fair i don't need to. an edit that was my point i, <laughs> yeah. I don't now need don't need editor. your will lies yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't care how good you are um, <laughs> so of course so come start of 2017 my film's done uh, so hence the director's cut and mm-hmm. it's the cut that i think you know what that tells a different story i like that mm. and then i put it in for the film festivals we entered it into 10 well you know what the film for you enter yeah, it yeah. and it takes like nine Ugh. months before they come yeah, out or anything yeah. we ended it in for 10 we got selected four by seven. We wow. made the finals of four. Wow. Um, two are still we're still waiting for, but one of them, the last one out of the can, because obviously I just put it in for the film. Mm. Um, but out of the can took elements, put us into other categories. We was up for nine awards. Oh. Walked away with seven. Wow. Uh, four wins, three runner-ups, three draws. Yeah. The beauty is your your film so also has. A story behind it as well, which is mm. you know, so it's kind of like with um, Rodriguez's first film with El Mariachi. Yeah. Sometimes having this sort of like a bit of a story behind the film. Well, I mean, it's as much a selling point, you know. It's, you but know. once the news broke, so obviously we had Hurt Locker when we started the thing, <laughs> but this is ironic for you. When the news broke, Argo won the Oscar, which is a very similar story of the yeah. false film. Yeah. So of course, all the Americans like Bloomberg were jumping on it, was comparing us. To Argo. So right. from my point of view, it's like, oh, my name and Ben Affleck's in the same sentence. It's press. I can live with that. It's press. Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, it's always been fortunate that, although, you know, they say there's no such thing as bad press, believe me, there is. 
But now, now it's picking up steam. Mm-hmm. There's enough years gone. I probably shouldn't have done this podcast because I've just brought it all back up now. But um, fine. It's, also, just, think, just cut it all out. Just my just, name, just bit, the, my yeah. name, and this bit. This, I think. I think it's it's good to set the record and put your side, constantly be putting your side of the story. I forward. agree. You so know, I think more people hear that actually yeah. it's nothing to do with you. You're a good guy. Yeah. You just made a, a great film. Yeah. And now you're putting it out there for, from you learning how to do it. I, I think that's uh, well, that, that, incredible. That's, I that's, do. That's it. So now it's out. Um, like I say, we put it in for the festivals. It's been screened a couple of places. It got screened, opened the Cardiff International Film Festival, mm-hmm. um, and it was the only screen. It opened it, and it was the only one to be sold out. So I was quite happy about that. Wow. And when it played at Nottingham for the Out of the Can Film Festival, it ended the festival, mm-hmm. and we got a standing ovation. Oh, now, yes. I always put it down yes. to... People were just glad that the film was over. Yeah, standing up, and, standing like, up and leaving. Or we can still make the pub if we hurry up. Yeah. Um, so that, that was quite humbling, you know, that, that, that was man. something. And then, of course, then to win all the, as many awards as we did. Mm, I'm still not but, bad. Uh, yeah, I got Best Director. Yes. Danny Midwinter got Best, best actor. actor. Andrea McLean, and this is the interesting bit, won Best Actress and beat Karen Gillian for the award. Wow. And... Uh, I will come back to that in a sec. And obviously, Andre Nightingale won Best Supporting um, Actor. Actor. And then we got runner-up for Best Soundtrack. So again, shout-out to the guys. Mm. Um, Best Producer, because I'm sure that was just a mock one. (laughs) Rub it in. And um, we got follow-up for Best Film. Run about for best film, so that that was a nice. Did, did the producers play. turn up to it? <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting. But, um, no, no, they. I believe he's in Zanzibar at the moment. Um, the main one. Right. When can people buy this film? Well, is it going to go on oh, Amazon? Right. What's so, the next? So this is. I was having this discussion with a distributor this morning. Funny enough, who's distributing it? Uh, film Vault is. Doing oh, great! It. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. so they're, yeah. they're doing that, and they. So we were talking about today, and the plan was we was going to do the theatrical thing to get the. BAFTA, mm-hmm. more, more, and I know I shouldn't say this, but more to stick it to BAFTA, who've been blanking me for years, yeah. but to say, but now you have to recognise my film because we've had 10 cinema screenings. Mm. But then I was thinking, you know what? Let's just get it out. Let's yeah, get look, it out. I mean? Get so, it out. It's been long enough. So I think it's going to be very early spring. Okay. Um, and it'll be available on VOD and DVD. So Marvelous. Super. Um, I, I, There's such a wonderful story. And honestly, it's so inspiring. And I'm so pleased that you stuck at it and have got this film out. And if this isn't an inspiration for other people who aren't making a film, and they're thinking about it. This is it. Do you know what I mean? You can do it, and you can go through all that. All that. And still do it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Obviously, there's. Um, I've got some encouraging words. Yeah, you know, Stephen follows. Yeah, of if course. You're in the yeah, yeah. yeah. Follows, yeah. And I, I was speaking to him again, all off the record. I was speaking to him, and he said, "I can never see what the market of your film is." He said, "Because of the baggage behind it." He said, "However." You are an inspiration to have just stuck with it mm-hmm. every year. Keep fighting. And he said, you know, it was nice to hear from someone like him yeah, to say that, that. that. It was like that. He didn't have to. So, it was so, so if that hasn't deterred you, what's next? Right. So what's next? So our screenings, obviously the 18th and the following week, I'm a glutton for punishment. We're going straight in to make a new film, you know, Motivations Back Now, um, called 24 Little Hours, that we plan to shoot within eight days wow. um, on very... Funny enough, fugs, mugs, and violence type budget. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I've got to go back, back to the to beginning. The but yeah. what you've learned in that time is well, incredible. And, that, and that's why, you know, because I talked to some of the 
like the DOP, we've got on brilliant emerging talent by the name of Richard Oakes, who's called the Oat Man because he always uses this orange and teal uh, lap. Um, but fantastic eye. I've got him on board, and he's like, how do you make a feature in eight? You know what I mean? It takes yeah. us three weeks to do a short. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make it? Stick with it. me, kid. Yeah. Going to teach you. So. I love it. So good. Um, where can people follow you on social media? Ah, well, for social media, obviously better to follow my wife than to follow me. But no, um, all my accounts are under the same things, London Knight, so L-N-D-N-K-N-T-S. So yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all all the same. And follow your, your wife as well, is it Diane Knight? Well, she, Diane Knight, but uh, she comes up as Candy's Treats. Candy's so, Treats. So follow her as well, because yeah. she's brilliant on Facebook and she's proper great yeah, at she, indie she is, film. Yeah, she's my social media guru. She's yeah. really good. Um, I can say... Th- Thank you so much for telling us your story. It's wonderful. I could talk to you all day. I think you're a great guy. I could talk all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it's, I think um, when we set this up, you're sort of saying like, it's a difficult one because you don't want to be remembered for this event. Yeah. But I think it's it, it's almost the beginning of what you'll be doing in many ways as well. Mm-hmm. And, well, it, it, well and you're it better for it. it. I mean, obviously, if you can go on to better things, yeah. it will be, oh, yeah, this is where you started from. Yes. Yeah. And then it's, it's yeah. this. Um, but We'll see. We'll and nothing see. like a story, you know, having this, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd kill for this story. Well, I wouldn't kill for it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but if worse comes to worse, I'll always fall back on the my Argo, if you like, yeah. and yeah, we'll yeah. make the film. Well, you've got, exactly, the film. yeah, you've yeah. got yeah. you've got this story, you've always got this little backup movie now, ready to make it, and you, you know, you own the rights. As long yeah. as someone doesn't give me 100k cash to make it, I'm all right. That'll be the song. It will be. Um, right, you can follow us at Filmmakers Pod on Twitter, or go to our website, filmmakerspodcast.com, where you can listen to all our previous episodes. Uh, you can follow me at Giles Alderson on Twitter, or go to my website, directedbygiles.com, where you can see some of my work. CJ, where can we follow you? At C James Direct. Uh, that's where I am. Come follow me. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> I love it. Um, like I say, this has been so good. Landscape of Lies will be coming out in March. Do watch it. The inspirational story is amazing. We've got a new show out on Tuesday, as always. So we will see you or hear from you or you'll hear from us on Tuesday. Feedback, keep that coming. Feedback, do keep that coming. Why not? Why we not? Say, I think we, we usually we always feedback. Do. Thing, feedback, we, yeah. yeah, subscribe, like, yeah. share. Shares are nice. Shares are no, really nice. Yeah. Um, subscribe is really important too. All that kind of stuff. Paul, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, buddy. It's been a pleasure. Till next time, see you later. Bye-bye.